Hi mummies, welcome to Mummies of Newton Abbey, the podcast. This is our very first episode and today we're going to be talking a bit about the background of our support group on Facebook. My good friend Roseanne McGee is going to be joining me for a chat. We'll be talking all things mum life and our friendship and how we met. So whether you're going out for a nice walk or maybe you're just sitting having a cup of tea, I hope you enjoy the podcast and everything we have to say today. So welcome to Mummies of Newton Abbey, the podcast. This is our first ever episode. I'm so excited to be sharing this podcast. I've never done a podcast before, um, but I'm really excited to be starting this one. So I threw the idea of a podcast in the group a couple of days ago and we had really good feedback. So I thought, you know what, let's just give it a go and see what happens. And from that, I have been in contact with some really lovely mums in the group who are going to come on over the next few weeks and share their own personal stories with us all. So I'm really excited to talk to all the different mums and hear their own stories. First of all, I'm just going to give you a quick introduction to me. Um, so my name is Ashley. I am 28. I'm married to my husband, Michael, and we've been together for 13 years um, since I was 15 so that's quite a long time Um, we have two kids Jay and Zoe and Jay he's going to be four next month and Zoe she's going to be two in June so to be honest we've been married for five years and those five years have just been crazy busy with the kids Um, I'm also a hairstylist uh, growing up as a kid my mum is also a hairdresser and she had her own salon so I grew up in a salon um, while everybody else was out in the summer holidays playing with their mates in the street. I was getting stuck in down the hairdressers, brushing up the hair, making cups of tea. But I loved it, so it was great. Um, so finally, when I was 18, I decided to follow my mum's footsteps. And I went to her academy in Belfast, did an apprenticeship with my mum. And I worked for her probably for about six years. And then I was in a couple of different other salons. And finally now I am self-employed with my own little hair studio that I'm hoping to open this year um, as soon as restrictions lift. So it's all happening and it's all very exciting. So just a bit about the group then. So back in July 2019, it was just after I had Zoe um, and I just was really looking online for a group that would offer advice to moms and just sharing different tips and tricks and we didn't really have anything like that around here so I said to Michael what do you think about me starting you know a wee mummy group um for here in Newton Abbey and Michael's that laid back he was just like listen do whatever you want like give it a go see what happens um so that's how mummies of Newton Abbey was created little did I know that there was going to be over 2,000 members um but listen, it's a brilliant group for advice and support for mums. Um, and we've really just became like a wee community, just helping each other out. So it's really, really good. Um, another thing I wanted to touch on was our mentorship program that we also have on the group, which is amazing. On there, we have 18 different mentors. Each mentor has an individual profile. So you can go on there, see what experiences they have been through in their life. And if you're somebody who is seeking mentorship, please do get in contact with one of these mentors. Um, you can probably find somebody who can relate to you and your situation. Um, and hopefully you will find somebody relatable who can understand what you're going through. Um, all of these women have came on and they have signed up on their own behalf wanting to help people. Um, and they've all chosen to be mentors. So please do use them if you feel 
you are needing to seek mentorship and just wanting a bit of advice or just somebody to talk to if um you know you're maybe feeling down or you're not feeling great um it's there for a reason please do take advantage of it and use it so now my lovely friend Roseanne is going to come on and we are going to chat things all about mum life and our friendship and how we first got to know each other Hello. Hello, how are you? Not bad, how's you? I'm good, thank you. I'm good. Um, how has your day been today? Not bad. I'm in the office here in the house, so in case there's a bit of an echo. Oh, you're fine, don't be worrying. I had to go in and lock the door and escape, you know? It, well, do you know what? Sometimes you have to do these things, Suzanne, just to get a minute's pace to do a podcast. Absolutely. <laughs> oh dear so um for all of our listeners if you could just introduce yourself and tell us a bit about you I am Roseanne McGee I live in Lorne I have two little ones one is Olivia who's coming four in April Mm -hmm. and a little boy who's coming two Jack in July two beautiful children two wee monkeys and I (laughs) Work as a support worker with Linda. Two long days a week. Two long so, days a week, that is right. Two long days a week is right, my dear. It so, is a hard job. I take my hat off to anybody that's in your field of work, honestly. Uh, little did I know this time last year that I dropped back in to the gates of work that I oh, was facing a year of complete change and mm-hmm. upside downness. But it's just been it's been a crazy year to say the least, hasn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's been really I don't know, you can't describe it. It's just honestly, it's been such a weird year, but hopefully that's us on the way out of it now. Yes, the twelfth of April. Oh my days. It's actually they've actually given us a date. I know, I know. Hopefully it all goes the right way and I mean, as you know, I am currently isolating at the minute because my mom and dad both have COVID. Yes. Um, so I have had to isolate for 10 days. Um, and it's just scary what it does to people. And it's not until you see somebody with it that you realise the severity of it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, of course. But anyways, let's get down to how you and I met four years ago. Yeah, four years ago, I know. Imagine. Four years ago. It's crazy. Time flies. So Rosanna and I both met um, whenever we were pregnant. We were pregnant at the same time. And we were going to the getting ready for baby classes up at Antrim Area Hospital. And what do you want to say about those getting ready for baby classes, Rosanna? They were as awkward as hell for <laughs> both male and female. Yeah. Um, they were, do you know, something the best thing about them was learning about the pain relief and what options were there. And yep. even now, I've passed my paperwork on to another two mummies that I have friends who, are, who became a mummy through lockdown and mm-hmm. one who became a mummy here. Yep. to even get the her to read through. Um, so just, you know, just so you have it, because without being at the classes, yes, okay, everybody says, oh, they were pointless, they were nonsense, you know, whatever mm-hmm. else are useful for the likes of that. 
I'll yeah. Okay, you can get a dolly to get your other half, or you know whoever yeah. to get a nappy on. But actually, the pain relief part was the most important. What about you, Ash? Well, I mean, I enjoyed them. I thought, you know, okay, yes, they were very awkward. I think that me and you kind of had a bit of banter, and yeah. that kind of picked the class up a wee bit. Um. But I think I definitely learned from it. And oh, definitely. I would not have known about Remy Fentil. No, um, I never I only used it, obviously, um, with my firstborn. I didn't use it with my second. Um, But it was definitely good at the time, let me tell you. Yeah. Um, so oh. that came in handy. And just be simple other things. See, even them doing the breathing techniques and stuff. Yeah, I think that kind of goes out the window too. <laughs> yeah, like, things like that really, like I was like, right, okay, I'm going to try. And like, but until you're actually in labour, you don't know what it's like, you know, no, you're just guessing. You definitely don't. You, um, I think that's important, um, especially at the minute. You know, if you go to an antenatal class, either online or, you know, Mm-hmm. somehow you can do there's virtual classes that happen all over the place grab mm-hmm. somebody's phone number or grab somebody's name and say do you know what how about we do this or yeah. how, here's my number do you know because you never know who you're going to rock up um, in a labour ward with exactly yep definitely definitely I agree with you <clears throat> and um, a big shout out I have one of my friends in particular mm-hmm. and me and her were opposite each other and I remember I was, my husband's a farmer, so I was on my own the second time. And I remember her talking away to her best friend about how she was planning to have this, like, really chilled labour and all the rest. And the next minute, it just, everything just changed. Mm-hmm. And I remember looking at James and going, oh my God. And I went over and I gave her the biggest hug. And I was like, yeah. it's okay, yeah, it's okay. It'll be all Aww. right. And I didn't know, like I'd known her for a couple of hours. And see now, you know, yeah. her little girl was born that night, 510 on my wedding anniversary. So oh. I'll never forget little wow. lady's birthday. Yeah, that's so amazing. So it's people like that, you know, reach out to somebody if you're in the labour ward too, girls, and just go, well, how are you getting on? Are you okay? Or, you know, yeah. if, your baby screaming the place down here girls everything you could try you mm-hmm. know or do you want me to look after the baby for a minute you go to the toilet or for a shower do you yep. speak to other mummies I think that's that's the biggest key you can say to everybody yeah that I think that's so important I have to say all the girls on the labor ward with Zoe they were so lovely and um, uh-huh. when I had Jay there wasn't much conversation um I don't know. I felt very kind of isolated when I had Jay, yeah. Um, yeah. but I was okay with that because I was in my wee bubble and I was just like, "Oh, this is great," you know. Um, but definitely, when it came to Zoe, all the mummies were so lovely and everybody was just chatting and looking at all the lovely new babies, and it was great. So, yeah, no, definitely agree with them. Um, so what we did then once we had the babies, Roseanne. Because I think um, we had a really good setup whenever we had um, Olivia Rose and Jay. Yeah, absolutely. So we absolutely. went to music, Moo Moo music, Moo music. Yeah. Um, yeah, every Tuesday, we went to Moo music up in Ballyclare um, with Sally. 
um she was the teacher and I have to say I thought she was so good in every aspect of the class I thought she was brilliant um, and little Rachel too if little Rachel's listening I'm sure yes. Bobby will put this on oh yes um so yeah like it was definitely I would recommend it to any mum um yeah because I think, especially with our second two, like, because they were quite young whenever they started compared to Jay and Olivia yeah. Rose, weren't they? Yeah, um, definitely. And even now, looking back on memories, you know, like Sally does um, your World Book Day, you know, yeah. your Valentine's, your Easter bunnies, your yeah. little garden people, you know. Sorry, yeah. Sally, give away your secrets, but, you know, know. just... <laughs> different little like, themes and oh it was so lovely it was and so can, nice can I just also say Sally makes everything from scratch like herself, herself. yes the little velcro doodads and yeah oh yeah she does a little lady talented little lady yeah and like you remember every week she was bringing out all these new things and she was like yeah it was up to like three o'clock in the morning making it but it's it's yeah. all good and we were like what this is crazy do you um, remember under the sea do you remember under the sea was all the octopus oh, and oh my goodness all that was amazing and, yeah yeah and the colors it was like oh here i've never seen colors like that before i know <laughs> it was it was brilliant and the kids absolutely loved it like we took um jay and Oliveros probably what age would you have said there were they were nearly walking. Were no, 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 no. I was still they were, cra- they were crawling because you not remember they used to go for the door. That's what it was. They were crawling. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they were, they were about six, about six months, were they? Six or seven months. I, I think months. longer than that. Well, anyway. We, we, yeah. I think. Oh, no. So. I, no, no. I'm thinking when we first started. When we first started, they were really small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but we started taking them until they were walking because then they didn't want to sit down. Yeah, sure, it was really that's right. Far, so we yeah, back to work and stuff. Yeah, um, but yeah. like it, it was so much fun, and I think especially, and I think this is something you know. I know obviously at the minute with COVID, things like this maybe aren't happening as much, but I think it is so important. Me and Roseanne had our little cheeky Tuesdays. Every Tuesday we met up. We went to Moo Music together. Then we went out for lunch after. And yeah. Somehow we always ended up in home bargains or Asda as well. Yep. Yeah. And do you know we just we made a day yeah, out of that. Of yeah. And we knew on a Tuesday, no, I I would have been like, no, I'm going out with Roseanne on a Tuesday. Yeah. You know, yeah. that was not, our not wee thing. Modern. Yeah. And yeah. Just dinner ideas and you know yeah. what actually get dressed up for something it was like oh yeah I'm actually going out and, you know doing this and yeah you know it was just different it was so lovely our Tuesdays and then it, we tried once we went back to work and it didn't work and we we're like oh uh, shit <laughs> I think what we ended up doing was um when we were both back to work we were like right okay a Monday was always seemed to be good for us yeah so yeah. on a Monday we would have went like funky monkeys or we would have went swimming or yeah. all these different places. Um but I you think... just make friendship work. Don't you pet? Yeah. You just make friendship work. Absolutely. And we haven't seen we haven't seen each other in a I year. I, yeah, it has been a year. It's crazy. And I just can't wait to see everybody again and oh it'll be so lovely. But I think um one of mine and Roseanne's favorite stories is the time that we were both pregnant with our second babies. 
<laughs> and we were both very earlier on and if you know me and Roseanne you will know we love a good next deal yeah so we went to the next sale and afterwards we're like right let's go get a wee bit of breakfast and we started talking a bit about you know what about baby number two like what are you thinking <laughs> and I feel like we were kind of scoping each other right at that point yeah we were trying um, to see yeah. yeah and little did we know that we were both pregnant and um, the next time we met up we went to Funky Monkeys with the kids and we were in the car and I can't even remember who said it first well I have something to tell you I'm pregnant so am I oh my goodness we've done it again so um yeah, I so think James and Michael were maybe talking, going right here. There we go, it's, James. <laughs> it's time for the next one. Let's go. Um, but in all honesty, I have loved having you by my side. As oh, you know, I we. But we we went through the same kind of journey, and it's been so nice having you there. Like you yeah. know, the kids are at the same age, so we can relate so much to each other and help each other out. Um, yeah, definitely. And just as a friend as well, you know, like it's so yeah. nice having somebody that is so similar to you, you know, that way. Yeah. And um, yeah. so it's been really nice. Just I can't believe it's been four years. Like that's just crazy to me. It's mental. Honestly. It's mental. And then even with our work lives that are a bit, little bit mad, a little bit crazy, mm-hmm. we still manage to send each other a wee message every once in a while and yeah. check in and see if we're okay. Um, yeah. We both, uh, myself, I work as a support worker with learning disabilities, as I said earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, I have, excuse me, I have childcare two days mm-hmm. a week with a private childminder. And I have I haven't got a great support network um due to family bereavements and you know ill health and yeah. whatnot. So um whenever mommy's user are making your childcare appointments or commitments, they'll do what's best for you when it comes to nursery and like schools and everything. Just yeah. take into consideration what you want. And actually, you are very lucky. You know, you have your mother-in-law and your mommy, and those, yeah. they have jobs as well. And you just need to say, right, okay, I know you're there to help, and I'm very grateful. But you know, this is yeah. what I would like to do. Or you know, you have to make it so clear, Ashley, too, that you know, yes, okay, yeah. I your grandkids, but they're my kids. Yeah. So I think it's all about set boundaries and organizational skills, and you know, yeah. getting you. Know, feet and gather and get your shoes laid out in the morning just put them on and just go for it yeah and just go and start your day and you know what's happening you know what the crack is and yeah I get that and um, even the the biggest thing that caught us off guard I think too like mm-hmm. you you had your wee, wee fiesta your wee white fiesta yeah. and, yes. I had coming, and I had the wee Leon my yeah. wee Leon my baby and, and then, we're proper mummies, Roseanne. Yeah, we're proper mummies with big hearts. You know, I was like, oh, my Leon crabbed. You know, my Leon could sit in the pram of the car seat, blah, blah. And then yeah. a double pram comes along. You're like, no, fart. It's not so happening. And a Leon no more. Yeah. I cried. I sold my Leon in July uh, last uh-huh. year. I cried, leaving it down the lane. 
I was like, oh, what's going Yes, yes, I have a nice car now. I have a nice car, but I'm just like, what might be my? I know, I know that anytime I see one of those cars, I just think of you. I know. I like, even I see it, and I'm like, oh my goodness, she's yeah. still living. By the way, she's living up in Ballymena. She's got a nice new home, but it's like, oh my. But I think, yeah. I think that you know, changing from one baby to two is definitely like my oh my god, my spare room is like a crap show. Like if I <laughs> if I did have baby number three, I could fit them from newborn till nearly their five year old. The amount of clothes I have upstairs, I would believe that. I would honestly believe that because you are shopping mm-hmm. crazy. You're worse than me and that's saying something. See through lockdown, Ashley, I'm sure you have found this. Mm-hmm. See people like looking out for secondhand clothes. It's yeah. been unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Especially because on the group, I don't know if you've noticed it, there's the refugee page that comes on all the time and they're constantly, you know, looking for stuff. And obviously all the girls on the group are amazing at giving stuff away. Um, But that's just one example of people who need it, you know. Yeah, yeah. And not only that, but um, I know I don't want to, nobody wants to offend anybody, but everybody's working circumstances are different. Yeah, you know, well, look at look at mine. Yeah, look at mine for toxic. You know, yeah. um, for me, obviously, I said earlier on in the podcast, I am a hairstylist, which means I more or less have been out of work for the past year, really. Yeah. Um, yeah. we are down to one wage, and yes, okay, we get by and we're fine. Um, yeah. but you know, it's a big change going from what you're used to, and I think so many people are going through the same thing. Yeah, absolutely, you know? and I think it's. I think it's important, you know, as we've all said, your organisation, you know, yeah. on a Sunday night, sit with your other half or, you know, sit with the kids and go, right, what are we having for dinner this week? You know, yeah. what do you fancy? Do you fancy a cottage pie? Do you fancy sweet and sour? Do you fancy curry? You know, do you fancy yeah. burgers? And oh, have that in place so you know first thing in the morning, well, this is what I'm left about tonight. Exactly. Yep. Do you know, and like, don't don't you're not wasting above, there's no wastage yeah, then yeah. yeah don't go above your means you know never think oh goodness like mm-hmm. and do you know that's the brilliant thing about this group like i seen yeah. somebody there earlier says mm-hmm. oh a child minder for a saturday there was a girl who did child minder on a saturday i can't remember her name for the life of me but she is on our page do you know okay. if somebody needs something please reach out to us. Do you know, yeah. me and Ashley and a couple of other girls were admin, do we're other, the other end of the phone, do you know, through Messenger yeah. or whatever, just say, look, yeah. I need help. Do you know, please yeah. don't ever be ashamed because coronavirus and this pandemic and this lockdown, people need just a wee, are you okay? Do you know, a hundred percent, or do you know, can can we meet for a coffee? Like even, and like Ashley had said to me, do you know, oh, we'll meet out, like we'll go to the park for a walk, and I was like, it is more than we're living in. Precious start every day. Yeah, you know? exactly. But yeah, even that, just having that, knowing, I know that's me and you were friends, but yeah, everybody feels awkward. Everybody just goes, look, I'm really struggling. You know, baby's crying. Even with breastfeeding, I wasn't 
well, the first time I was a good breastfeeder, but the second, no. But mm-hmm. don't be afraid to ask anything about, you know, sticky bums. Now, medical advice yeah. is a different story. But yeah, just don't be afraid to come on and ask. We just know yeah. where we are. And the thing is, that when we started this podcast, you know, come on and say, do us a favour, talk about this. Or get somebody from here or get somebody from there and we'll try it. Yeah, definitely. A hundred percent. I think that's so important for everybody to kind of, as you say, like come together as, and I said this earlier on, I feel like our wee group is just a community that helps each other out with everything. And it doesn't matter what it is. I also was speaking earlier on about um, our mentorship that we have. Like we have 18 um, mentors on our group as well to help there for people. And you are obviously one of those people. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And we all have our own different things. You know, yeah. like yeah. I, I think my mentorship's bereavement. You know, I suffered family bereavement at quite a young age, and mm-hmm. you know, I'm not going to say I'm going to solve your issues, but I'll surely give you a hug through the phone if I can. But I think oh. even for the likes of that, Roseanne, you know, you have experienced it, and you know exactly how that person would feel. You know, yeah. um, and you've I been there. My, I have my know. little son to join me. Join me. Mm-hmm. Oh, your wee son. son. My little son's going to be playing in this office with his shoes. There's Aww, no toy. Dear, the child eats shoes. Oh, <laughs> bless him. Oh, we kidding. But that, that's another thing, too. See, people, I had people tell me, Ashley, I'm sure you were the same with your health visitors and stuff whenever they were coming in. Oh, mm-hmm. make sure your child's bed for seven o'clock and you know, mm-hmm. nine o'clock, whatever else. In my house, that doesn't work. If, you know, mm-hmm. if my kids went to bed real early, they wouldn't see their daddy. Yeah. You know, but again, different circumstances, different yeah, people. Absolutely. You know? People have different lives. You know, some yep. people start work at eight o'clock. He's away with the shoe. He's away running like a bull with the shoe. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Um, I think that's so important to live your life as you see fit. Yep, a hundred percent. Yep, I totally agree with you. Yeah, totally agree with you. Um, are you ready for some little questions that I have for you? Just short and yeah. sweet, of course. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah. Okay, so tell me a typical day in the McGee household. What happens from the morning until night time? Okay, so if I'm working, set the alarm for ten past six. Oh my goodness, uh, get the two babies it's such I'm such a cruel mummy. I get literally <laughs> Matthew JJ out onto my bed strip him dress him then he snuggles in beside his daddy then we go uh-huh. get Miss Tipsy that's my daughter by the way she mm-hmm. she gets stripped and changed into her nursery uniform leave okay. the house get get everything ready to go leave the house mm-hmm. at 20 past 7 leave the kids down for half 7 to excuse me, to the childminder, and then get up to Andrew where I start working at half eight and I finish at half nine. Wow. Um, and then get home for 10 o'clock. So that's a working day. So oh if I'm not working, I get up about quarter to eight, eight get her yes. downstairs, get her dressed down the stairs, get her breakfast, go to nursery, Mm-hmm. Uh, go to nursery, start nursing quarter past nine, and then finish, and then 
get me and Master JJ play a wee bit in the house and then go down and pick mm-hmm. her up the meal. And then lunch, dinner, and a bed for nine, half nine. So that's wow. our days. And my husband's a farmer, so he's in the middle of it all for feeding as well, as well as the cows and the sheep. I can imagine. I can just imagine. <laughs> and do you know what I love about that, though? The kids must love it. Like, yeah, can absolutely. you imagine my Jay if he lived in your house? Like, Jay would be in his element. Unbelievable. It would be unbelievable. I know. Here, um, I, know. I wish call it, do we have to do like a different segment on this or anything soon? Or what ways does it work? Do you remember? <laughs> um, no, I think we'll be okay. I think we'll be all good. We had a few technical oh. issues earlier on, but um, yeah. yeah, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Hopefully, this one will go good. Right, next question, go for it. Okay, right. So I have my three questions that I'm going to ask every single person that comes on the um, the podcast. Okay. So my first one is, in your own experience, can you give me one piece of advice for mummies? And it can be anything from like a life hack or maybe just a piece of advice somebody give to you or maybe something you've discovered. Uh, my biggest piece of advice is always keep always keep a circle of five. Okay. And what I mean by that is have five people you can turn to. And okay. not always the same people. Mm-hmm. Um, and always be aware of things around you. And always remember you're the most important thing in the world. I love that. Love so that. Think, that was really good. I think that's so important. Um, yeah, I think, 100%. you know, people say, oh, you have friends, you have friends, but whenever it comes to it, you know who, if you send a message to and go, you know, something I'm not good today, they'll go, right, okay, what can I do? Exactly. Yes, you need people you like know, that in your life. You mm-hmm. definitely do. And always remember, you are so amazing. And yes, okay, I came home the other night from work and I cried the whole way home. One of my service users said to me, uh, oh, your mommy's dead. I went, yes. And he says, uh, they're angels. I says, yes, some they are. And he goes, until we meet them again. And I went, oh, oh, you are damn right. But see something like that, you just turn around and go, that's what you need to hear every once in a while. Yeah, so you yeah. Need, kind of need that just, yeah, you're all right. You know, things mm-hmm. will be okay. And I think you always have to remember, no matter how crap your day is, things always, you know, things can always turn. Yeah. So always uh, 100%. Because yeah, as Paul says, oh my goodness so question number two right go for it is what is your favorite family meal to make in your house for everybody one meal one everybody uh a gammon done the slow cooker with broccoli sugar roasted carrots and mashed potatoes Oh, Rosanne, very good. That's, that's oh, lush. Lovely. That sounds lovely. Right, oh. and then my final question, and I think this is going to be a good question for you because you're so good at bigging everybody else up. 
but I want to hear one thing that you are so proud of yourself for. Oh, bugger. And I think there's plenty. I think there's so many. For being who I am. Because the reason I say that, and people will get to know me. Yes, okay, you've seen me answering questions on the Facebook page or whatever else, or, you know, statements. Mm-hmm. No matter what has happened to me, I am who I am. And people yeah. look back, like, even people I've worked with for the past five years, people don't know mm-hmm. you as a background. They only know you from what they see. And I yeah. think that's always important to just turn around and go, do you know what? If you don't like it, you can go the other direction because I don't really care. Well, that's what I love about you because I just think that you're so honest and you're just, you are who you are. You're totally unapologetic. You're just like, listen, if you don't like it, it is what it is. And yeah. I love that. You, you know, know yourself and your mommy knows it too. And so does your mother-in-law. No matter if mm-hmm. I stand in front of somebody's mommy or I stand in front of you as my friend, I speak like, mm-hmm. I speak to anybody. I, I try exactly. in the swear. exact same way. You know, I don't, I don't swear at your mum. I, you know, I, I don't want to do that. But do you know what I mean? I am who I am, and it's just like, yeah. There's no point in hiding who you are. Like, yes, yeah. okay. I remember somebody reported me one time work for my personality being too much, and I was like, "What do you want me to do? Change who I am? No chance." Yeah. No, you can't do that. Do you know? No. Well. Your biggest strength just has to be you sometimes. Well, that's that's really nice. And you know what? So many mummies are going to be listening to that and think, you know what? She's totally right. You know? <laughs> they will. Honestly, they will. Well, I think we're going to wrap it up, Mr. Zan, because the last time we got cut off. I know. So, I um, listen, thank you so, so, so much for coming on and being the first ever person on the podcast. It's been oh, lovely having you on. Yeah, it's been lovely you. hearing your story, um, and I cannot wait to catch up with you as soon as possible. As soon as we're allowed, social distancing, of course. Um, yeah, we'll definitely Elbow meet hug. up and elbow hugs. So a massive thank you to everybody who tuned in and listened to the podcast. Also a massive thank you to Roseanne for coming on and sharing her story and her advice with all of us. If you would like to follow us on Instagram, we are at Mummies of Newton Abbey. There's a direct link to our Facebook group on there too. And also if you would like to subscribe to our podcast, you can do that on all major podcast platforms. I'll speak to you next week. Bye.